and all of the data that we have available today online, we have to sometimes remember that good marketing isn't always measurable. Branding is hard to measure. Visibility, hard to measure. Awareness, hard to measure. Trust, hard to measure. Don't get so caught up in the land of, did we spend a dollar to make a dollar, two, three, or five, which is, listen, a world that I've done well in for 20 something years, be careful to judge the holistic aspect of marketing to just what you can see through an analytics chart, through a Facebook ads chart, through a Google ads chart, through your email chart, or through your automated software chart. Good marketing isn't always measurable. Sometimes brands, impressions, visibility matters to move someone further and faster through your finish line. Let's take it a little deeper, right? So back in the days when we do offline networking, we go to conferences. I just got back from a three-day conference. What's the ROI of the conference? So I spend three days at a conference. I spend a certain amount of money for the ticket as far as expenses to go there. Sometimes it's in your backyard. Sometimes you travel. I meet 17 people that I look to have further meetings with. But what's the ROI of the actual event? What's my point? So I spend a certain amount of dollars. And if I expect a certain amount of return right away, I can't really measure that. However, the marketing, if you will, was in the relationships, in the conversations, in the networking, and in a lot of things that I can't see right now. Introductions that are gonna happen as a result of those conversations. Interviews that I'm gonna do as a result of those conversations. People that I'll have on my podcast as a result of those conversations. Tools that I'll be exposed to. People and networks. I got introduced to a brand new group in Philly that I'll be exposed to. Be careful not to think that every single thing that you can see, which is marketing, is measurable to know whether it's working. I have this conversation a lot when I talk about what I call our visibility and brand awareness strategy, which we put in every campaign that we do. And a lot of times people will say, well, I see all the numbers, but I didn't see any leads. I see all the numbers. I see that the ads ran. I see that the views on the videos happened, but we can't see how many leads we got. Well, it's very interesting because same thing with the networking, same thing with your networking groups. You can't always see the return immediately, but it's influencing the return. It's influencing the growth of the brand. It's influencing the growth of sales. So if you're really harping on these numbers, you're going to end up in a bit of a rabbit hole because today, as we move further and further away from a tracking world, Facebook Pixel's gotten disrupted. Google Ads and Cookies is about to get disrupted. You and I, as consumers, have voted. We have voted that we don't want all of this tracking so that advertisers can reach us. So we're going to move further and further away from being able to track all the way down the attribution line. Heck, today it's a disaster. To be dead honest, look, my agency does this all day, every day. We can have attribution numbers that just don't match between Google, between Facebook, between LinkedIn, between email, between HubSpot, all of it. We've overbaked what we think we can track down to the minute level. What we've got to do is start generalizing elevation and lift of brand, brand impressions. Can we see in Google Search Console our name being searched more online? We've got to start giving more and more credit to the idea that true big corporations, they don't get so finite with the minutia. When I go to Nike's Instagram page, when I go to their Facebook page, when I go look at their brand on social, I don't see calls to action for me to buy, 
the latest pair of shoes. They got 8 million shoes. They don't market that way. They market brand. They market their athletes who perform on their product. It's a different way of thinking. And so we as small business owners got to think slightly different about the way we market and brand our business. There are ways, by the way, to spend a dollar and get a dollar back, provided you have the right type of offer, provided you have the right type of capital, provided you have the right channel, provided your customer, you know their buyer persona, you know their desires, their pain points, you know what they're going through. There are ways to do it. We obviously have that. But what I'm saying here is there are five stages of awareness that I think we have to keep reminding our clients about and I'd like to share with you about. And that is, there are people out there, and, and I remember this hard lesson I got from a, a venture capitalist, a VC, and I met him, and it was a really interesting, challenging conversation, but I'll summarize it here. You know, he was asking me and, and, and my then business partner said, hey, who are you guys, what do you do, blah, blah, blah. We had all the basic conversation. He said, so you guys been in business for a while? We are like, yeah. He goes, you guys have been doing good work? We are like, yeah. You've been growing companies? Yeah. You've got good reviews and client testimonials? Yeah. He goes, so how come I don't know who you are? If you're an entrepreneur who's feeling a little stuck in your digital marketing right now, listen, it's not your fault. The digital landscape is really changing fast. I can think back to when I got started online and had to figure out how to build a website, how to set up email autoresponders, how to do SEO, how to run online ads. Eventually, social media came along. How do you get people to follow you on social media? How do you get leads and customers? This was back in 2003 to 2007, and I was really fortunate to get some help. And now I would like to help you the way I've been helping our agency clients since 2011, who've grown their revenues by over $300 million. It's mind boggling. I'd like to invite you to check out my new program, Market Like Daryl. Each month, I'm working with entrepreneurs, teaching them exactly what's working now in digital marketing from the playbooks that I've used over the last two decades. My team and I have made it really affordable for any entrepreneur or business owner on any budget. Why? Because I remember what it was like in 2000 when I was living on my grandmother's couch, chasing the vision of entrepreneurship and my finances were tight. Let me tell you, real tight. So no matter what stage of business you're in, you'll grow from being a part of my new program called Market Like Daryl. Check it out. Go to marketlikedaryl.com for more details and to join today. I was like, what? You know I mean, and so the inner defense mechanism of, well, you're not our buyer persona, you're not our ideal customer, you're not looking to hire an agency, et cetera, et cetera. The excuses started to come up. And it was in that moment of arrogance that I was getting taught a lesson by someone who was far more experienced than me, who had invested far more money than me, who had been to a completely different aspect of business than me. And yes, he was senior my age by a, a couple decades. By the way, he didn't school me. But he just left me at, why don't I know who you are? If you're good, and you are, if you've been in business for a while, you've gotten clients results, you've got good testimonies, you've got good reviews. His point was, how come I don't know you? I had no answer. And for the next few years, I didn't have an answer. Needless to say, we didn't stay in communication. Uh, we didn't have a bad meeting, by the way. It was just one of those type of events where there really wasn't a, a reason for us to connect. But I did not ever forget that comment. I never forgot that comment. And I'm like, what did he mean? Now, looking back, I should have called him up and said, hey, man, <laughs> can we talk about that? Because I'm not sure what the point was of that. 
it dawned on me a little bit later when I started thinking about all of the years of copywriting training, all of the years of marketing and advertising, all of the years of customer acquisition, all of the years of growing businesses, whether they were little, small, middle, large, whatever the case is, there's always someone who is 100% unaware that they are going to need you now or in the near future. You see, a lot of times we do digital marketing especially, and we're only chasing the now buyers. We're only chasing the person who needs the product or service today. If you're an emergency service business, that matters. You have to go after the person who's ready to buy their service today. But the vast majority of you are missing the understanding that that person could need you today, but there are things you also sell or provide products or services for, well, they'll need you a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, and you misunderstand the lifetime value equation. And so you're always chasing a dollar to try to make two. And I was just in this conversation the other day with one of my, my customers who's like, hey, we want our cost of acquisition to be here. Well, industry-wide says it's gonna be here. Now, that doesn't mean that as a group of strategists and my team of, of executors, that we don't shoot to break benchmarks. We do. But it's also not fair to leave a business owner, a founder, CEO, executive, misled on expectation. Because what they expect is what they can measure. What they expect is, oh, we invested this dollar, so we should give this dollar back or it's not working. No, no, no. You misunderstand. So the issue that I want to kind of, again, continue to paint this picture is that there are lots of people who could be your customer who aren't even looking today. They're not even aware you exist today. They're not even ready for you today, but they could be tomorrow. And the funny thing is, is if you don't have the right budget to show up at the minute they need it, you're out. And so many people are stuck in marketing that is what I call now o'clock marketing. If the marketing doesn't work now o'clock, you think it failed. And you didn't understand the entire picture holistically. Someone is unaware that they need you today. That's one group of people. There's a group of people that have the pain or problem that you can solve. They don't even know who you are yet. They just are beginning the journey. They're just beginning to think about, I think I might want to solve this problem. Notice the key phrase there, might want to solve the problem. Doesn't mean they're going to solve the problem, might want to solve the problem. There may be a time crunch, there may not be a time crunch, but it'd be nice if you showed up there. The next one is the person who now has journeyed a little bit through the process and they have started to figure out what solutions are available to solve the problem. They still may not have seen you though. They might've seen blogs, they might've seen webinars, they might've seen YouTube videos, they might've met somebody at a conference, but now they're starting to get to stage three, which is, oh, I now start to think I know there are some potential solutions out there for my problem. The next thing that's important is awareness stage four is they're now aware of you. And so many of you are trying to show up at the moment when they meet you for the first time and they happen to be ready to close on the deal. And again, if you're in an emergency services industry, you're slightly an exception, although your thinking is screwed up too sometimes because you think you're gonna make all of your money on the first customer acquisition. That's not where your money's made. It's never made on acquisition. It's always made on lifetime value. Don't let anybody fool you. Customer acquisition is never where you make the massive amount of profit. It's not getting someone to the restaurant one day. It's getting them to come one day, wowing them so that they come back over and over again and tell their friends. It's not a movie producer making one hit film. No, it's that producer working and producing multiple films that bring you back so you're engaged in everything that that person makes. It's not getting this one particular product or service, such as A, a pair of shoes, Nike, and think they're gonna make all their money the first time they sell you a pair of shoes. That's not how business works. 
So this fifth stage, of course, is at the purchase decision awareness stage. And again, when you show up there, which is stage five, you are in the most competition you've ever going to be in. You're going to be in price wars, price shopping. You're going to be commoditized. Your expertise is going to be reduced to where you feel bad. And you've been in those conversations, plenty of them. I've been in them. Show up at the point when they want to buy and it's an emergency. You're just a commodity. So we advocate that you find your way up the ladder and get in front of people sooner. What he was saying to me was, I should know you even if I'm in the number one spot, which is unaware. What he also was painting a picture for was that he's an influencer to my ideal customer. That was another point that he was making. Now that point I actually got that day. I didn't get the bigger point, which is he should have known who I was, whether he needed me or not. So I wanted to leave you with this idea that in your marketing, if you are right now only looking to post something on social media and get a sale, run a quick Facebook ad and get a sale. And by the way, stop boosting posts. I'll come back on another video about this whole, you guys got to stop boosting posts expecting you're going to make sales. That's a whole nother video for itself. And I will do a follow-up because I just had this conversation last week with a very sophisticated guy. And he's like, yeah, I've been boosting posts and it ain't working. I'm like, well, what do you mean it ain't working? Are you getting likes, comments, and shares? He was like, yeah. I'm like, well, it's working. Again, that's for another day. But this idea that you've got to build a more holistic thought process on marketing and that everything that you do in marketing is not measurable. It's not measurable to a result is what I'm trying to get at. We call it attribution. You can't do X and see Y all the time. Same calculus. You know, for a good five, six, seven, eight years, it started to look like every single thing we could do in digital was trackable and measurable. And granted, there are still great measurements out there. But let's be clear. Someone looking at an open rate on your email distribution doesn't tell you how many of those people are going to become customers. Click-through rate's not going to tell you. There are lots of people who just don't engage. You know why? Because we're over friggin' whelmed. We got stuff coming in our inbox a mile a minute. We got stuff coming in our social media notifications a mile a minute. We got Slack notifications a mile a minute. We've got all these notifications, text messages, phone calls, you name it. So I guess what I'm saying to you today is take it easy but you need a holistic strategy. One that journeys all five stages of awareness. I've been talking about this for a long time. By the way, I didn't make this up. I didn't come up with this strategy. I didn't come up with the five stages of awareness. It came up almost a hundred years ago, but it was something I began to understand through human behavior. I consider myself one of the best marketing strategists on the planet who understands human behavior in almost all niches. We've done it now in 39 different niches. And the reason why it works is because until we stop selling to humans, we can figure out where they're going to show up in all five stages. If you sell to homeowners, there's a way to reach homeowners, whether they're ready to buy from you or not. It's easy, right? I keep going on and on. If you have a restaurant, there's no reason everybody in your neighborhood shouldn't know about your restaurant. What you don't realize and you think is that because you have a good product, because you have a good service, because you're in the neighborhood, that we're just going to automatically see you. It's just not going to happen. And I can go on and on again about that and the whole reticular activator system and our brain and all this stuff. But again, that's for another video as well. Listen, if, you, if you've gotten anything out of this and you've stuck with me this long, I literally just stopped at the dry cleaners to drop, <laughs> drop, drop off a comforter. And this idea just hit me and I just turned on the camera. I'm literally sitting right outside dry cleaners. If you got anything out of this, drop a note below. If you've got a question about anything I've said today, drop a question or a comment below. And if you've got a question, you want me to just answer for you. I love doing it. I love doing random questions. I love helping people solve problems. It's what I do all day. Uh, drop that below. We'll get back to you. Or if you want to keep it in private, you can DM me wherever you are watching this video. 
And I hope you uh, got something out of it. Five stages of awareness. Here's the key. You can't measure all good marketing, but marketing does work.